Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, not quite as always, but he's back. Very tired, Gator. I know. It's late. We've both had long days. It's okay. Yeah, we have. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so tonight we are obviously doing Smoker's Choice because we are not together, but that's okay. It's 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 okay. I mean, I was I had time tonight. Jeff, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. So, anyway. yeah, here I sit at eleven o'clock at night. Bullshit! It's ten twenty-two. I'm looking at my phone right now. Close anyway, enough. It's not quite close enough. It's actually on the. If you rounded, you would round down to ten o'clock because it's not ten thirty yet. I'd round down. I, I'd round up to ten thirty, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, so tonight <laughs> I am the things uh, I do to be nice to my friend. I mean, you know, whatever. Um, so tonight I'm gonna be. We're starting to sound like Alan Melissa from The Good Cigar. Yeah, you just always picking on me. I kind of thought it was the other way around, but okay, okay, whatever. Uh, I'm bleeding I, profusely, by the way. Fuck's sake! <laughs> I really want to tell my the people what I'm smoking. Took my cat to the vet. It's a long story. Well, we can get into it in a minute if you'd like. But first, I'm <laughs> we're getting have to talk about the cigars. I'm smoking the Davidoff Oscuro Gran Toro. Okay, um, then it is a uh, five and a half by fifty eight cigar featuring uh, a wrapper from Ecuador. Binder of Brazilian Seiko and filler from Brazil and the Dominican Republic. Okay, then. I went a little fancy tonight. I was was feeling fancy. I, on the other hand, uh, decided to go with the folks that cut out the Federal S chip tax. I'm smoking a nice Perdomo, a Lot 23, one of my go-to cigars. Okay. Excellent price point. It's uh, from Esteli, Nicaragua. And as I always like to say, you can really taste the Esteli. You know, when we were talking about doing this earlier today, you you listed off like four different cigars that you had, and yes, uh, uh, that was one of them. That was one of them. It was. That was one of them. So, I, I you know, better than I like Perdomo. I get it. I do too. Wait I a just, minute, are you dogging on Perdomo? Not in the least. I was just kind of kick your ass next time he sees I you. I am not in the least dogging on it. I just was like, you know, whatever. Anyway, anyway, like time, the lot twenty three. It's time to. God, what's your deal? Nothing is my deal. <laughs> it's time to cut the cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar oh. Company. I, I need to get mine out of the cellophane. Feel free. I'm, oh, and it's going to be really in there. I'm not going to do the, the Dan ad until you finish because, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, the cellophane doesn't really come over on Zoom all that well. It doesn't. I can barely hear it. Barely hear it. It's more annoying than anything at this point because, you know, you can see it. You can see you have the cellophane off. But yet, you're still dicking with it. Playing with it. Like off yet. Playing with it like an 11-year-old who just discovered puberty. Good God, Jeff. Oh, I'm done. Okay, that was disturbing given the thing I just said. But anyway... <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, back to Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. Guys, he got in a shipment 
of some really exclusive Arturo Fuente cigars. He got in the uh, the Casa Fuente cigars from the uh, lounge in Las Vegas. Um, these Ooh. cigars are they they were only available in Las Vegas for the longest time, and then when COVID hit, they kind of had a little bit extra, so they trickled them out to a, a few of their. Uh, Opus X accounts and uh, Dan They're the premium Man. stores. Precisely. And Dan the Man Ponder, yeah. he's got a nice selection of them. So if you guys are in the market for some really exclusive, hard to get Fuente cigars, you need to be giving Dan the Man Ponder a call over there at Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri. And because they do mail order. So if you're not in the St. Louis area, you can call them and you can get them shipped to you right away. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. Anyway. Okay, then. So, yeah. I'm going to use my Calibri cutter. Oh, look at you. To cut my I'm also using a Calibri cutter. I did the straight, straight cut on my uh, on my cigar there. Did a V on mine. And yeah. then I'm going to switch over to my new Vertigo lighter I that I got out of TPE. My Vertigo lighter, it's not new. It's old. But it works like a champ. You'd almost think that Vertigo was sponsoring us, but they're not yet. They need to. I completely agree. Or I Calibri, mean, either way. Or both would be fantastic. Amen, brother. Both would be fantastic. Both are welcome members of the Pulpit family. So if you're listening, Calibri or Vertigo, give us a shout out. Anyway, cold draw on your Lot 23 and my Davidoff Ascurio. Okay, so on my Lot 23, they always have a very distinct, like, hay flavor mm -hmm. you know i'm getting a really distinct flavor of that i like this cigar uh, you know it just is what it is it's in the churchill size by the way there you go i'm getting a bit of uh it's very earthy and kind of leathery on this uh davidoff here um, oh there you go i will say this thing has been sitting in my my humidor for quite a while there's a little bit of a of a slight um coppery tinge to the uh the cellophane here because you know i take oh that's always good before the show exactly so yeah. so it's been aging in there nicely i have Get a little age on that one i'll be honest i don't even know i didn't even realize i had this so like i was just digging through the well, humidor looking for something to smoke and there it was i've been sitting on this perdomo since uh sunday yeah yep well. so not then a lot of age on this one. Then it's uh, very fortuitous that you had it then. Yes. So, all right. I'm going to go ahead and light my cigar. As am I. Yeah. And uh, just give it a nice little, out of juice. nice little toast around the foot there. I'm going to have to switch. I'm out of juice, but I have a backup lighter. Hopefully it's good enough juice. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go get my... Can of butane and reload. Yeah. That should have been something you, you did before the show. God knows I had time. I know. I know. Look, <laughs> fucking iPad was, you know, dead. I had to let it charge. And yes, I had to take a shit when I got home and it took a little bit. And so now we're finally recording. I'm sorry. Like you've never delayed me because you had to take a shit. <laughs> I've delayed everyone in my life because of that. Mm-hmm. That's my point. So, I don't want to oh, hear Oh, I do like the taste in the Esteli. Well, I'm glad for you. 
I'm glad for you. So, my friend. Yes. I alluded to this earlier, but I had to take my cat to the vet this week. Jeff you On Monday. You have to go home and wash your cat. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> He needed his shot. No, it, it's a thing. Um, a mutual what? friend, a mutual friend of ours. Whenever he doesn't want to do something, he always makes the excuse. No, I got to stay home and wash my cat. Okay, then you know who he is. Never heard that. You know who he is. It's not ringing a bell. John Boy. Oh, yeah. John Boy. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Exactly. Anyway, that's totally irrelevant. But anyway, so you took your cat. I've never heard him say that. He's never blown me off. Oh. Anyway, so you had to take your cat to the vet. (coughs) Had to take my cat to the vet. And Charlie, he's a Russian blue. He's the greatest cat ever. Okay. Sweet cat. Just you've met him. You know him. He, What's he, he do every time you come over? Desperately try to dart out the back door and escape. Well, besides that, he <laughs> comes and gives you attention, says hi. He does. You know, he's a cool cat. He does. Well, Charlie, for some reason, has taken a real hatred to the veterinary office. Because he knows what goes on there. Yeah. And I don't know how, but he does. Animals aren't and stupid, man. All it takes is one time. Like Kristen tried to take him a couple of weeks ago and he flipped out. So they gave us some sedatives for him, which I tried and they're wonderful. <laughs> oh my um, God. But that's neither here nor there. Oh <clears throat> well, my... I didn't want to give it to him without knowing what it did. Oh my God. <laughs> they, they had on there, you know, for a cat, like eight to 12 pounds or whatever, this dosage. So I just, you know, Quadru- times it by my, yes, yeah. by my weight. It wasn't quadruple. Knocked then. my ass out. One quadruple. That you needed a refill of the bottle, didn't you? I had to go get a couple extra. Yes. Hager, yeah. So that being said, um, we give we give Charlie his sedatives, and that went really easy. Ah. Wrapped the cat up in a blanket, laid him back. <laughs> I just pinched it, you know, on either side of his jaw, like you do. He opened uh-huh. his mouth, Christian syringed him. We're done. Good to go. Two hours before the appointment. Oh, it was Things a liquid. Yes. Oh, okay. He he wouldn't eat the pill. We gave him we gave him one of those. They they make these fake treats where you put the pill inside of them. He I saw right through that all the treat and left the pill. No, wouldn't even touch the treat. Like instantly knew that it was a setup. Wow. So you know, if you took that cat to the bar, he could be a real asset to ladies that are going to get roofied in their drinks. Oh, absolutely. He could, he could be yeah, like he'll, he'll be like a seeing guide dog, but for roofies. He'll knock the glass over scratching to cover right? it up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I you can make good take money him to the that. vet. You can make good money True. doing that. <laughs> take him to the vet. They also make nail polish that does that. Oh, really? Oh, you haven't heard that? Yeah. No. They have a nail polish that'll turn colors if you've been roofied. Oh, really? And I think that's a great thing. And Wait, the, the only so the, the nail polish turns she, color if you've been roofied. Yes, so if you've been roofied, it will turn colors. But that's after the fact. But at least you know something's wrong, and you can seek help before you're whisked away and you know assaulted. Why wouldn't? I mean, I would think it'd be better if you had like a nail polish that if when you get your drink, you just 
dip your finger in your drink real quick and it's like, oh, it comes well, out purple. It's like, oh, shit. There's probably know? some sort of little litmus strips or whatever you could do that with. That would be smart. If there yeah. isn't, we should invent that. We should. We should be. That'd yeah. be we'd be billionaires. Exactly. Yes. Because there's yes. a lot of skeevy dudes. Anyway. OK, so you took the yeah, cat to the, the vet. <laughs> I took the cat to the vet. <laughs> we digress. Oh, no, I'm having a good time diverting you from the story like you always do to me. (laughs) But I I go right along with it because I don't care. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the difference between you and I. I'm getting no air movement and I'm suffocating on my smoke. I'm having the same issue. And the garage door open and I'm getting no air movement. Same issue in the Ice Ten of Love. Yeah. The JRA Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios in the Ice Ten of Love. Exactly, or the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios here in my ex-wife's garage. The satellite Mobile Studios. That's right. There you go. Studio B. Studio, Studio B. B. I'm like Shepard Smith. <laughs> Without the so, eyeliner. Or, anyway, may- or maybe you so, do. It's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> so anyway, I take Kitty out there. He's in his carrier. I get him out. He's sulking around the room. He knows, you know, some shit's about to go down. Yeah, he's about to get a shot in the ass. He, he, I'm holding him on my lap. He steps onto the, the like examination table and then jumps over onto the counter. And at this point, Charlie's, Charlie's a perjurer. Charlie likes to be high. Yes. And Charlie looks up and sees these beautiful white cabinets in the vet's office. And I can, I, I can hear the hamster get on the wheel. From behind, I'm looking at him from the back. And he looks up at the cabinets. And then he just stands up on his hind, which is really weird. And then, like, he's going to try to jump up onto the cabinets, but he's so high, he just falls backwards. And I, I lunged over and actually kind of half caught him. He he went feet down, but he was, was high like, as a kite. Cats always land on their feet. Even, but he was high as a kite. Okay. But he did. He just stood up and just, whoa. (laughs) So I knew that he was feeling it. The vet comes in and he sobered up quickly. It was, it was like he had a little kitty cigarette and jammed some cocaine in it and lit that sucker up because he was sober as he could be. Caught that adrenaline shot to the heart. I only know that from uh, that, that airplane movie flight. Caught that adrenaline shot to the heart. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) And I said, hey, I'll hold him for you. And I thought, I'll just wrap him up in the towel like I wrapped him up here at the house. And, you know, he just laid back kind of calmly, you know, took everything that went on. I wrap him up in that in the little towel thing they had there. And I go to lean down to, like, lean on him to hold him. And at that point, he realized, you know, it shit just got real. He crawfished out of my hands in the towel and then comes at me with every claw he could muster and all of his teeth and just shredded me. Now it has somewhat stopped bleeding now, but you can see the spot there. You can see the blood on my hand. This was two or three days ago and I'm still torn up. Like I, I just bumped the scab and it started bleeding again. The cat just literally just shredded me and the vet, the vet and especially the vet tech, like their mouths are agape and you can tell they're just like, Oh my God, I can't believe that just went down. That's awesome. And so they're, they're like apologizing to me. I'm like, I grew up on a farm. I've been scratched before. No big deal. And I am just, I mean, blood is just pouring out of me. I almost want to title this. I almost want to title this episode. Gator was assaulted by his pussy. Do you, 
Title it whatever you want. Gator, so at that Gator point, wrestles his pussy. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. The vet said, okay, we're going to double down on this. She grabs him by the scruff, throws the towel over the top of him. I lean on him, hold his shoulders down, and I've got my other hand behind him so he can't crawfish out. There could be some sort of a gator grabs it by the. I can't. Oh my god! I can't even. I can't even finish that statement. I'm not Trump for the love of God. Anyway, okay. At that point, Kitty is very vocal about his displeasure with what's going on. I would think so. Biting me through the towel as hard as he can. You needed like one of those like thick gloves that the hawk like you know handlers wear. Oh, like a welder's glove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, when okay, so I told the vet this when I was a kid on the farm. We actually had a boot that we kept in the barn, and what we would do is you would take the tomcat, shove him down in the boot, lace it up so he couldn't get at you with the teeth or the claws, at least on the front paws, and then we'd castrate him. Oh shit! <laughs> you know you had to do what you had to do on the farm, and she, the vet oh looks at me and goes, god. "My grandpa used to do that." I'm like, "Okay, there we go." So it's not oh just us. Oh my god! It, apparently, it was a farm thing. I, oh my god! I thought it was just us. Apparently, that was pretty common. All these cats so, are freaking out about boots now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, puss in boots. Oh my god! Yeah, I just learned that. I'm not sure that's why they didn't name you that, but anyway. So <laughs> we we end up getting the two shots into him. And I'm telling you, that cat was I've never seen like that cat lost his ever loving mind. And I get him home and he's just fine. It's like nothing happened. But yeah, the, he's back the, in his place. The 10 minutes we were at the vet, I mean, he just went feral. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I don't know what we're gonna do when next year rolls around and it's time for, you know, whatever distemper and rabies shots again, but dear God, that cat lost his mind. Anesthesia. I uh, may that may come to that. I don't know. Yeah. Cause they told me, they said, well, you can give him a dose the night before and then give him a dose, you know, two hours before again. And I'm thinking the one dose didn't do shit. So I doubt who's going to do anything to him. You know, one the night before, you know, he's a pretty calm cat and, Till he, you know, feels threatened and he goes nuts. Does the vet do house calls? Maybe he'd be cooler if he you did know, it at the house. Okay. It's funny you said that because Kristen even said, I wonder if he was here, if he would have been calm, like when we gave him, you know, the, the anesthetic or the, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. gave him the liquid. Um, and I, maybe I, that may be something to look into. I have no idea, but I've never, I've never seen a cat lose its mind like this. And, they're, you know, they're apologizing to me. They're like, oh, my God, we hope he's not mad at you when you get home. And I'm like, anyway, when you get home, he's a fucking cat. What? I was going to say, I we guess. hope he's not mad at you. Oh, my God. Yes. He's, oh, he's going to treat me like shit. Oh, wait. Exactly. I get treated like shit all the time anyway, so what's it matter? <laughs> I'm a daughter, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So so that was my Monday. And uh, it was a hell of a thing. I Kristen told me how crazy he went, and I thought, oh, okay, you're overblowing this. You're exaggerating. No, no, that cat went full-on feral, like, jungle cat. It was bizarre. He is a farm cat. You did get him from the farm. That's true. That's so, true. In all fairness. Never expected what I, what happened. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he hit an artery here, because you saw it earlier before we started the show. Yeah. I finally got it to coagulate. 
but I mean, I was literally, I mean, blood was dripping down my arm from it. So hmm. I may need to seek medical attention. All right, then. Um, well, as thrilling as that is, why don't we talk about the cigars since we are a cigar podcast? Um, ah, we, the, oh, yeah, that's right. We are. We are. So uh, I'm having this uh, Davidoff Escurio. And, um, or is the rednecks call it Davidoff? Davidoff. Um, it's got, uh, it's got the, the, the earthy notes and the leathery notes and everything to it. But, um, there's also kind of a note, and I kind of hesitate to bring it up because, I mean, you know, don't be, don't get me wrong. It's, it's kind of an, I mean, it was an expensive cigar when I bought it, I'm sure. And, mm-hmm. um, it's a Davidoff, of yeah, course it was. Exactly. Um, but, uh, they're not known for cutting the federal S chip packs like Perdomo. There's a slight mustiness to it, and I don't know if that's because maybe I've had it for quite some time, and maybe it's like aged to mustiness. But like, I don't know. I wouldn't think. You sure that's just not like a little? Is it a Connecticut? No, it's not a Connecticut. No. So I was gonna say, are you sure you're not just getting a little bit of that like hay flavor off the? Connecticut? No, it's Ecuadorian. Uh, uh, is it a Habano? But it, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's wrappers from Ecuador. It's an Escurio. Oh, okay. I have no idea. What I don't know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, it's Brazilian tobacco. So okay, yeah. I just did a, a nice retro hail with this. Um, very light, peppery notes. Very, very light. Maybe even like a white pepper. I did do a retro hail earlier while you were talking, and if anybody was listening, they might have heard me cough. Um, that, uh, there, there is definitely hints of notes of pepper on the, uh, yeah. on the retro hail on this. So, um, I'm normally a Honduran guy, but I've really, I mean, I've talked about the cigar on the show all the time. Yeah. I have a real fondness for this lot 23. I miss the factory tour blend too. Yeah. I know, I know they don't make it anymore, but man, that was one of my favorites. They ran out of the tobacco for it. There was like a certain kind of tobacco they were using and. I don't know if it was like so much they had that was aged proper, whatever. But yeah, they ran out of one of the components for it, so that's why. They yeah, that's it. a shame because that that was also a good stick. And yeah. I I told Nick that I mean Nick and I had a conversation about that last I year. Know, TPE. I know. I went, and I, he told me to get over it. I know. I watched it go down just like <laughs> just like that practically. He was it was pretty close. It was like yeah, it was he's like great, oh hey, we really appreciate you liking yeah, that. Get was, over it. It was, a, it was a great find something else to smoke. Great cigar. Here, try this. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what yeah, happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, um, I'll tell you what. Of all the cigar people I know, yeah, I really think if you could spend a weekend partying with somebody, man, you'd be hard pressed to beat Nick Perdomo of all the cigar manufacturers we've met. Really? That that I mean, I don't disagree, but like I want to hear your logic yeah. behind that. Oh, I I think that dude can hang. There's a lot of people, okay? Mickey Peg. I was going to say know, Gusto, Mickey Peg. There's a lot of people that would be that would be fun to hang out with, okay? Uh-huh. Oscar, we've hung out with Oscar. We have. We've hung out with Manuel Casada. Mr. Casada. We had a great you. time with him. Mr. Casada to me. And we had a great time. <laughs> We did. But I just think, and pound for pound, Nick Perdomo would be a blast to hang out with. I watched him go at somebody wearing three masks. Yeah, that and was, laughed my ass off. That was amusing. I'll give you that. I, I think Nick would be a lot of fun to hang with. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. You I, idolize the guy. I don't disagree. I like. I yes. I very much enjoy his cigars. Yes. I don't. I mean, I'm. I. I don't. You know. I mean, I very much enjoy I mean, his he, cigars. He called me a couple of weeks back, I and mean, we've talked about getting me down to the farm to see everything. You Has he talked to you about that? Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Anyway. He said he said we'd uh, we'd go on like a quail and pigeon hunt, you know, and then fire up the grill. Really, a lot of quail and pigeon down there in Nicaragua. Yeah. Okay. You got to get out more, brother. I, I guess so. I guess so. Anyway, um, I love to bird hunt, and he knows that. I mean, we've bonded over time. All right. Okay. Mostly, mostly Facebook Messenger, but you know, we we talk now and then. Okay. All right. Why don't we go ahead and get into the Villager Entertainment segment? That's your cue, Jeff. The Villager. One of these days I'm going to make an actual drop for that. You, so. you by the way, I keep threatening you it. smoked a Villager this week. I saw the pictures. I've smoked two Villagers this week. Um, I Look had the, you, doubling down. I had the La Libertad um, the other day. Uh, out here in the ice tent of love to kind of kill off my weekend, and then Wait, did, um, did you have that with Dan, or was that another time? No, that was another time. Okay, because you maybe you talked about it because I remember I I've heard you you've told me you smoked that, but I don't remember how I know that. Instagram. I thought maybe I heard it on the show. No, I didn't know it wasn't an Instagram post. It was yeah, either was. you told me or I heard it on the show. I know I put it up on Instagram. Anyway, whatever. Well, yeah, I, but I didn't see that. So, yeah, but so I, I knew you smoked the other one. It was a TAA, wasn't it? Uh, no, the other one was today, and that was an yeah. Instagram post as well. Um, yeah, that I one I saw. Picking up my newspapers, and that was the uh, Villiger Exclusivo USA tw- uh, 2022. Which I believe, oh I thought it was the TAA I saw the secondary band yeah I believe you and I may have smoked, I think I made the assumption I think you and I smoked that one on the show I'm pretty sure we did and uh, great cigar got me got me from my my printer back to uh, the first post office and it smoked wonderfully and was a good time and guys if you're interested in trying uh, Villager cigars you need to uh, go on over to their website and check out the store locator find out a store near you that carries them because they're worth it you need to check them out they're they are good and I did mention in Tuesday's show that we would be having a contest and uh, all that but I'll admit that I haven't quite put the pieces together for that I do have the prize for it so uh, maybe maybe stay tuned for Tuesday's show and we'll figure out what that contest I is going to be. I did not hear that part. What I did hear was you <laughs> picking on me mercilessly. It's the entertainment segment, and I was being entertained by you and Dan. Um, I heard you picking on me mercilessly about me lighting my cigars. Yeah, you light them like they're so, entering orbit. Yes, so I know. I retaliated. You put up a picture in the prisoners group of me at the exact moment when I had the cigar in the mouth and I was turning it and I was also and drawing in and lighting it, you caught the exact moment that the flame flared up and it looks like I'm <laughs> using a blowtorch to light my cigar. And everybody's having a fun fucking time about it and everything. But let's be real, if you're gonna light your cigar properly, that happens, you know? It's my, just- fa- my favorite my my two favorite comments is the one where the guy said he talked about you putting on the goggles before you burned off your eye or eyebrows. Uh-huh. And the other one was the, hey, I haven't tried dipping mine in the lighter fluid first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were gold. Yeah. Look well, at that. I'm stacking dimes. I'm proud of you. 
Anyway, so what have you been watching lately? Okay, so let's we, see. We well, I've done, been doing a lot of a done. lot of below deck. I, oh, I could have. Sw- For some reason, my mind just went. So I've been doing a lot of blow, and I was like, "Holy shit, Jeff! Don't say that on here." That was the cat at the vet's <laughs> office, not me. So no, I've been watching a lot Jeff of just blow. Decides, Jeff just decides to get on a fucking podcast, heard in eighty-five countries and all fifty states with one hundred and seventy-five thousand downloads, and just say, "Well, you know what? I've been doing a lot of blow lately." <laughs> Yeah, got a little Colombian white going on. Uh, news candy. <laughs> All right. I did see a video the other day okay. on, uh, I think it was one of those Instagram reels or whatever the hell they are. Okay. And it was the time that Bobby Brown dropped his eight ball on stage. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, but it's pretty, he, he drops it and it's obvious what it is. Nice. And he just reaches down, picks it up and goes on with the concert. Good for him. Mm-hmm. And what do you, what are you, what are you supposed to do when you drop your eight ball? Well, you're not going to leave it. No, no. I've never bought cocaine in my life, but I assume it's expensive. I don't know. That's that's a whole... You watched the guy get high off the credit card that time. I did watch the guy get high off coke on the credit card that one time, and that was a bizarre yeah. experience that, uh, you know, um, yeah, I did. That was that was weird. The whole yeah. ni- That whole night was weird, though, man. Well, you got, you got to see, uh, what's his nuts, the drummer. Phil Collins. Yes. Yeah, I went up to Chicago, and I saw him, and I got the uh, uh, hotel about an hour and a half south of Chicago on my way home because I didn't want to drive all the way home from Chicago the next day. And uh, so I'm sitting out by the fire pit, and these two cats are sitting out there, you know, uh, talking and whatnot. And they're both sales guys. Well, one goes to bed. The other one starts chatting me up, and he keeps talking about going to the bar and how, like, oh, the bar closes at midnight, and that's bullshit, and blah, blah, blah. So I see him texting somebody, and he asked me about an ATM. So he goes inside and gets some money and comes out. And, like, about 1 o'clock in the morning, this car rolls up, and he walks over to it. And I'm thinking maybe he, like, door dashed himself some booze or something like that, you know? I don't fucking know. Or pizza or whatnot, yeah. Something, you know? But he You've told this story before on the show, but it, I love it. It's probably been a long time ago, but... Yeah. He comes back and like he doesn't have anything and he he kind of like mutters what I think I think what he says is hey man do you want some wine? Yeah. And cuz we were talking about booze and I said no man I'm good I I don't I'm not much of a wine guy and he goes no 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 not wine white do you want some white? Yeah. And at that moment I realized I was being asked if I wanted to partake in the use of cocaine. <laughs> and I said yeah. No. Thanks, man. I'm good. I appreciate it. You do. And he's like, you mind if I do? And I said, no, man, you do you. And so I watched this guy get his debit card out, set his debit card on the edge of the fire pit. Like there's a a concrete ledge around the fire pit. And I watched this guy just pour out this big old line of Coke, take another credit card and kind of, you know, put it together. He picked up that debit card just right off it, just freaking snorted that line of Coke right there. And at that point, I was like, well, I'm in for a penny and for a pound. I got to see how this plays out. And I watched that guy. Was it everything you expected? Dude, he went from a normal guy to the most fucked up, amped up motherfucker. He's like, he is just like 
you know, talking to me about how he used to be a bodybuilder and how he did steroids at the time and how he was so freaking ripped he couldn't even touch the back of his neck because he was so, like, muscular. And then he blew out his knee, so he had to stop that. And he was talking, he was all about his brother. The Didn't he talk to you about his brother being in the Christian rock his band? His brother was a guitarist and he played at the church. And he's like, you know, my brother could have been big, but, you know, he wanted to do the Christian music and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, whatever. And then he's talking about his dad and now. I mean, he was all, oh, and, and sex. He kept talking about sex, too, and whatever. And it was just, he was so freaking weird. Maybe he was propositioning you. He was not propositioning me. He was very much about the women. And so, like, um, he's just, I mean, this dude went from a normal guy to just frantic for, like, three hours. And then finally, at, like, 3.30 in the morning, he just gets real quiet, and he's kind of looking down, and he looks up at me, and he goes, I'm going to bed now. Just like that. He said it real like, I'm going, Crashed. To, I'm going to bed now. And he got up and he went to bed. And that was the last I yeah. saw of this guy. And it was well, there you go. the most bizarre experience I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Even after spending all this time with me. Yeah. I won't lie. You on cocaine might be the most entertaining thing I could possibly see. My heart would see. explode. Well, don't do enough that, to do that. That. Would, that would finish me off. Don't it wouldn't do. take much. I mean, I'm on, I'm on death's door the way it is. Just do a little bump. Just a little bit off the rank. Just a little bump. Yeah. I'm not doing cocaine. <laughs> you say a little bump like you know what you're talking about, you sack of shit. I hear this shit on TV. I don't know what the fuck any of this is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, in terms of what I've been watching lately... um. I've been busy as shit this week since uh, the weekend, and then I've got my son again this weekend, so more StoryBots is on the way. But, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, you know, the other day I was sitting out in the tent, and I was looking through all the streaming options that I have, and I'm trying to figure out what am I going to watch. And don't get me wrong, I have a list going of all kinds of shit that I, that I have said, you know, yeah, I'll give that a shot, and, you know, whatever, I'll watch it. And I just... I I fell into that very comfortable little spot, that thing that I know and I love, and it's just it's just perfect. Batman the Animated Series. Dear God. Oh, dude. Batman the Animated Series. It just it hit so perfect. And there are people out there right now listening to this to this show. Some of them are saying, fucking nerd. But some of them are saying, Dear God, he's right. Most of them. Dear God, he's right. Yep. Dave Clark. Oh, yeah. Dave Clark agrees with me. Yeah. Dave yeah. Clark might get it. He gets it. So, because you, you do have the other half of his amulet, let's be honest. <laughs> his nerdy, nerdy amulet. So, okay. I did watch a movie. Okay. You ready? Oh, God. The new Boston Strangler movie. Oh, I want to see that. It's on Hulu, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very newspaper centric. Yeah. That- so, I really I enjoyed that part of it. I learned a lot. I'm guessing it's close to a true story. I, I kind of wanted to research it and and check into that and see if they took liberties or not. Yeah. Um, but there were things about it I did not know. Mm. At least at least based on the movie that I watched. Yeah, I want to. I, I do want to watch it. I just I haven't. <sighs> the month of March has been a blur, an utter and complete blur yeah and the unfortunate truth of the matter is i don't know if april's going to be any better 
but yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. You know, I mean, it has been, and and I think I told you this earlier today. I've gotten to the point in my life where plans cause me great anxiety. I I don't want plans. I don't want something coming up tomorrow. I don't want something coming up the next day. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want my weekend planned out. I just I just don't want that anymore. Oh, dude, I talk to people and, you know, when I'm talking to somebody and they're asking me about my job and everything and I'm telling them, you know, about the newspaper and all that. One of the things I hear. Uh, oh, wait, you dropped your phone. One of the things I hear. I knocked my phone down. One of the things I hear all the time is how nice it must be that I get to make my own schedule. Yeah. Well, shit. And it's like I do get to make my own schedule, but I do don't get to make my own schedule because my schedule Your schedule is dictated by others everybody else and everybody wants a piece of me and i just yep. i'm 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 just i'm getting to the point that some things have to get cut like just i'm you know like some aspects of my schedule i've got to trim back because it's just it's i can't keep up i just cannot yeah. keep up on stuff you know i'm behind on I'm behind on stuff for the business. I'm behind yep. stuff personally. You know, I'm just, I'm constantly behind. And then when I get a day, when I finally get a day, I don't want to do anything because I'm so yep. ex- exhausted from doing everything all the other days. And then what happens? Then I got to start over and I got to start doing stuff again. And guess what? I didn't get anything that I had to do accomplished. And so. Once again, I'm back in that trap. And and then and then you almost get into this depression loop where it's like, oh, I should have got stuff done. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I no, I totally understand. Where you feel bad for relaxing. Mm-hmm. You know? And No, I totally get it. And that's the thing, you know, I mean I don't know. I mean, it's it's been admittedly, you know, to all the listeners, it has not been easy to coordinate the two episodes a week here especially during March. No. It um, has been busy on both ends. But one thing I but one thing I will say is at least while we're doing this, yeah, I've got to keep a, a my in the back of my mind like okay, you know, we're doing the Villager segment, we got to do this, we got to do that, we got to do this, you know, and and things of that nature. So like it it's it's work. But this is at least a moment where I can kind of sit and chill out and relax a little bit. Are you saying I relax you? I don't, I'm not saying that's weird. I'm not saying you relax me. Kind of weird, dude. You don't relax me, (laughs) but like, you know, just, just the fact that this is an opportunity to sit and have a cigar and just kind of chill out. I mean, that's, that's the relaxing aspect of it, but I have one other movie I want to touch on before we close out the Villager. Villager. Yeah. Okay. I see. Now you're changing it up. I'm I'm adding to it. I'm I'm supplementing the track. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a remix. It kind of feels like you're ripping me off. Don't call it a remix. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Okay. Um <laughs> there's a movie out. I watched the trailer for it. I don't know when it comes out, but it's in April at some point. And it's Jake Gyllenhaal in the interpreter. Okay. Have you seen the previews for this? No, I haven't seen anything about this. Okay. So, and I don't know if it's based on a true story or if it's taken, you know, bits and pieces from other things. Uh, But it's Jake Gyllenhaal and, you know, he's, he's a combat troop in Afghanistan. Okay. Gets wounded, almost gets captured by the Taliban. His interpreter saves his life. Okay. He's back home. And then 
I don't know if it's when we did that goofy ass pull out of Afghanistan that we did, which was bass backwards. Yeah. Or if it was prior to, I'm not sure the timeline on how the movie goes, but he, he, his interpreter is stuck in Afghanistan, can't get out. And he basically takes it upon himself, which by the way, a lot of guys actually did that. There were networks of former um, special forces guys and, and whatnot troops that had been in Afghanistan that got together and helped get a lot of people out after our goofy ass withdrawal. Interesting. And um, I, I, I don't know if it's loosely based on all those different stories or if it's based on a story, I'm not sure, but it's all about him going to Afghanistan to try to save the interpreter. I have no idea what happens from that. I've only seen the uh, preview. It's very intense and I can't wait to watch it. Hmm. All right. I like it. I mean, there you go. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be in theaters. If you want to go, we can we can have a date night and go see it. Oh my god. Um, I uh, some bro know. time. Some much needed bro time. I don't know about that. I don't know about you know, uh, bro time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we can uh, we we can discuss going to see it. I there's been so many movies that have come out lately that I've been wanting to see. I mean, I never got around to seeing Ant Man. Although that's tanking in the box and office. Either. Oh, um, is it? Yeah, apparently it's not doing great. And then the uh, Quantum Mania. I thought you said it was going to be awesome. I'm not saying the movie's not good, but I'm saying that like the box office, like it did well the opening weekend, and then it's just fallen off a fucking cliff. Do you think the MCU is overplayed now? Kinda. I think, I'm, I'm worried about that. I think With all the movies. Well, hell, they just laid off the guy at Disney, the guy in charge of the Marvel. Nah, projects. they laid off the the gal. Uh, that Kevin Feige's still there. No, no, I thought it was a guy they laid off. I'm almost positive. Well, it wasn't Kevin Feige. No, not Feige. It was, uh, I don't know who it was. I, uh, But I, the picture that was with the story was a guy. Oh, well, I thought it was a gal, but okay. Yeah. Um, it, it, maybe, they, maybe, maybe they fired somebody else. I don't know. Oh, Ike Perlmutter. Yes. Oh, dude. He's rich big, as shit. That's a big deal, right? He's rich as shit. Yeah, he was a he was he that's a big deal. He was the Marvel yeah. Entertainment chairman. And uh There you big, go. He was he was all in with the Trump stuff too. He was real big with the Trump administration, but Oh, do you think that's why they cut him loose? Wondering. Disney's Wonder- been a little woke lately for my taste. Well, uh, what's his face? Bob Iger came back and he's trying to rein that in because he realized that that cost the company some money. Um, yeah. anyway, um, good for Iger. Yeah. But, um, no, I, I do think that having to watch, you know, 38 movies and 19 TV shows probably is starting to get a little much for, for people. It's been a little much know? for me. I admit it, but you watch the majority of that. You no, you, I, you decided to I, I stop the after majority of the uh, after uh, in game. Yeah, in game. Yeah, yeah. Which the problem there is, I think in game as a movie served as a very natural breaking point for people. It was a, it was like a very nice stopping point for the story. Yeah, and you know, look, there was no way Disney was going to let the financial train that is Marvel like take a break. 
But realistically, yeah. they probably should have decided to like take a little bit of a break. It, you know? it might not have hurt for a couple of years to pass and then yeah, bring it back. Exactly. Yes. And then you got Warner Brothers. But I did I did watch Scarlet Witch and I liked Scarlet Witch or yeah. whatever it was called. Uh uh WandaVision. WandaVision, thank yeah. you. But then you've got Warner Brothers trying to jumpstart their DC universe with uh James Gunn over there. And the Shazam movie is freaking tanking in the box office too. It it looked god awful. I personally, well, the reviews are saying again. Reviews are saying it's really good. It's a good family movie and whatever else. But I think there's superhero fatigue. That I think is the bigger thing. Yeah, I think there's superhero fatigue. And I think the thing that I can point to with that is Top Gun Maverick. I think Top Gun Maverick shows that there was superhero fatigue, and that when you throw out another, you know action type thing and whatever else people will fly. I, I think they're, I think they're kind of bored with, I think Avengers kind of peaked it. And I think there, there's some superhero fatigue. Just my I thought. I would agree. Just my thought. And I like superhero movies, but I agree. Yeah. Um, I still need to go see cocaine bear. Although to be honest, that's going to be streaming at some point. So I'll just probably, the same thing with Ant-Man and uh, probably Shazam to be, I, I mean, like I'll just wait for streaming yeah. at this point. And I will say that's another thing. I love the theater experience, but I also love being able to pause the movie, get up, go take a pee, get a drink, get a snack, yep. come back on my couch and, you know, curl up my blanket and watch my movie, you know? Agreed. So that, that kind of, or, or I can fire it up on the iPad out here in the ice tent or in the driveway and have a cigar and a drink and watch the movie that way. That's how I watched um, the, the, the newer version of the Suicide Squad when that came out. I sat in the yeah. driveway and watched it on my iPad having cigars, you know? Yeah, makes sense. And they frown on it when we light up oh, a cigar man. at the theater. Those little pimply-faced nerdy kids coming up. Their flashlights. Sir, you can't have your cigar in the theater. I'm going to have to ask you to put that out, please. <laughs> Shut up, nerd, you know? But, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they, they, they just, you know, I don't know. They just, they frown. They do. They, they do. frown. They do. Anyway, well, that's been the Villier Entertainment segment. So why don't we now go ahead and get into this? We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza, and Terra Nova, and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. So, okay, it's time for the one must go. And I'm going to continue okay. on the Easter train here. All right. So, okay. Last time we did the one must go with the Easter candies, it was the Cadbury eggs, the, the cream eggs. It yes. was the peanut butter eggs from Reese's. And then the Cadbury chocolate eggs. And then the Cadbury chocolate eggs. This time, we're going to change it up a little bit. We're still going to do Easter candy, all right? But we're going to go one must go here. So we have the basic chocolate bunny. Okay? Okay. Hollow or solid? That is a relevant question, and you can can make your decision based upon both. I mean, like... Hey, I know my Easter bunnies. Look... I personally feel like if a Santa or an Easter bunny is hollow, it's a fucking, uh, uh, it's a cock tease. It's a giant cock tease. You're buying air. 
You're buying, buying exactly. You're buying air. You're buying a mold, and that's crap. That's just utter that's crap. It. It's it's a giant cockies. If I bite into that ear and it shatters, I'm pissed. Pissed. Yep. So anyway, we got the basic. Now you know what you do when what? you bite into that ear. Then you fill it up with liquor and just drink out of the bunny. See, here's the thing. We're talking about biting into the ear, and that's just wrong to begin with. The proper way to eat an Easter bunny is to bite off the face. That way it doesn't scream, because rabbit screams are fucked up. I I use, actually, a tape of them to hunt coyotes, so I know. I mean, so yeah. So no, I'm telling you, bite off, <coughs> bite off the face. Anyway. So, you have chocolate bunny. That was that actually sounded more like a pig squealing, like deliverance. But anyway, <laughs> jelly beans <laughs> or peeps? Ned Beatty. Yeah, yeah. Peeps, jelly beans, or chocolate bunny? Ooh. Okay. the The thing about peeps, it's an easy one. Peeps are me. only good when they're stale. Yeah. You gotta you gotta break the seal on the peep wrapper and let it sit for a few days and let them harden up. Then they're better. Um, the greatest peep ever is a vanilla peep, and I can seldom ever find them. They normally come out at Halloween in the shape of a ghost. Okay. And the vanilla peep is the creme de la creme of peeps. Okay. Um, the chocolate bunnies, I can I can take or I can leave them. I I'm not that you know I'm not that into them. The chocolate is normally substandard at best and a little gritty. And I mean, let's be know. real. You can buy really good quality chocolate bunnies. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I haven't seen a dove bunny, but that would probably be, you know, or a, what is it? Uh, what is the other one? Ghirardello or whatever? Ghirardelli. And they're out there. Yeah. You can, thank you, you. You can get some really quality bunnies. Dude, you head over. High dollar bunnies. Yeah, I know they are. But if you head over to Plaza Frontenac. And you go Claws of France. Claws of France. That's here in St. Louis. Here in St. Louis, by the way. And it's where all the pinkies out go. I won't lie, I've never felt more poor than when I walk into Plaza Frontenac. Like just, know, right? just being in that mall makes me feel inferior. Well, the people <laughs> at Neiman Marcus pulled the like gate, like the metal gate thing down when we walk in. They so. run a credit check on me when I go into certain stores before I can even enter. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> anyway, um, but no, they have uh, what? Bissinger have a nice theater though. They do they have, have a nice theater. theater. Bissinger's. They have a Bissinger store there, and yes, Bissinger's chocolate is really, really good. And I'm sure you can get a nice Bissinger's bunny. I'm sure you could, but at what cost? Oh, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, it really and, is. And then the wolves came. Um, exactly. <laughs> but um. So okay, so so which one are you going with? Peeps, bunnies, or jelly beans? I like jelly beans, and I'll tell you what, I people are gonna think I'm weird here. I really like the black jelly beans. What the hell? Yes, I love those. I love, I love I'll tell love, you. love when Starburst licorice. When Starburst came out with their jelly beans a number of years back, it was a freaking yeah. game changer. And then they changed the game again when they came out with the Flavor Reds pack where it's like just the red and pink ones because yeah. those are the best ones. The cherry, the fruit punch, the watermelon, and I think strawberry maybe. Anyway. Hey, I'm not going to lie, man. I love eating the pink ones. Exactly. But no, I'm telling you right now, the Starburst red bag, it's the best. I know exactly what you did, and I'm leaving it alone. So 
I don't, anyway. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Mr. Grinning over there. Anybody on the YouTube knows exactly what I'm talking about now. But I'm get, I think I'm getting rid of the bunnies. See, I, I get rid of the peeps, then I can't have the stale peeps. I'm getting rid of the peeps. Cannot stand peeps. I, I, you ever the, put a peep in the microwave? The only thing I like about peeps is when people make dioramas and like do like movie scene reenactments with the peeps and the dioramas with them. That's kind of fun. I've never seen that. That that just sounds bizarre. No, they like. I like to put a peep in the microwave and watch it expand. You haven't seen where somebody like you know reenacts a movie scene but using peeps. No, not oh, once, dude. not ever. It's some funny shit. Are you sure you're not thinking of Legos? 100% positive. I would tell you to Google Peeps Diorama, but I know that you're using your phone to do this right now, so it's true. you can't. It's true. So, no. Yeah. So, all right. So, you're getting rid of bunnies, huh? Bunnies. Oh. I can find my chocolate elsewhere in non-bunny form. I know, but it's not the same if you can't, like, gnaw off the face. Yeah, but it, like I said, the chocolate's usually substandard. Not all in your the time. average bunny. I mean, in your average bunny. Well, then I'm gifted good bunnies because I get some good bunnies. Okay, Just then. Saying. Just saying. So, all right. You say bunnies. I say peeps. I say bunnies. I say you're wrong. Dude, dude. <laughs> stale peeps are a highway. What? When they're when they're hard and almost crunchy. Gross. That's the way you eat a peep. Gross. Yeah. You don't. Don't knock it till you try it. I'm not going to try it. I can't stand peeps. You don't like marshmallows? They're just marshmallows covered in colored sugar. They are a diabetes bomb. I cannot. I just. I there's nothing so about a, a chocolate bunny. There's nothing about a peep that I enjoy. You need an insulin shot with your bunny. No, dude. The thing with the bunny is, you eat a little bit, you wrap it back up in the foil, you put it away. You come back Fuck to it that. later. Fuck you, that! I'm you, eating that whole bunny. You know, on the carcass a little bit later, you come back, you know, wrap it up, come back, eat the haunches. You know, it's like it's, it's a whole haunches. it's a whole treat for like days on the bunny. You only brought up the bunny <laughs> so you could mention haunches. I did I not. You. That literally was just totally. You had that in your show. Notes. I didn't. I was 100% random and off the cuff. Organic. <laughs> Organic. Kind of like the haunches Organic. of a rabbit. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Hey, hey, all I know is you grab them by the haunches and you help them into submission. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United, we smoke. Dear God. Dear God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, okay, then. So, okay, so now that we've gotten the one must go out of the way, why don't we now go ahead and do this? Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. And Jeff, you and I, we fucked up. We didn't do this last week. We did not. We did not do this. We so just, th- we've had so much going on. Yeah, so this is three cigars we smoked and enjoyed the last couple of weeks. And yes. It's kind of appropriate that we skip. Uh, well, it's not appropriate. It's helpful that we skip last week because I really haven't done a ton of smoking that's yeah. outside of that's like I've stuck very close to my like, you know, core everyday, you know, standard smokes. Yeah. Um, branching out and doing those villagers that I mentioned earlier in the show, that was probably. Um, some of the biggest branching out that I've done. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we can we can discuss. So would you like to go first? 
I will. Okay. okay. A Leaf by Oscar, the Connecticut. Okay. Which I still contend is one of my favorite cigars. Um, it's probably in my top 10 all-time favorite cigars. Okay. I like the Leaf by Oscar. Um, and I know that's it's it's an Oscar, but it's not or whatever, but it's, an it's a wonderful it's just, cigar. It's, it's just partnered with Island Jim. I still no. wonder how many people try to smoke it with that leaf wrapped around it. Oh, you know there are Not plenty. knowing. You know there are some. Oh, I bet. You know there's yeah. some. Um, yeah, take the outer leaf off. You'll you'll know when you get one. You'll yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to enjoy it with that leaf one. Um, no. My, uh, my first one is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to branch out here. Trying to think of something different that I haven't haven't mentioned because I always mention. Look, I've smoked a lot of the my father Connecticut. I've smoked a lot of the uh, Perdomo Habano Sungrown. You know, I've smoked. Um, I've just I've I've smoked a lot of my standard stuff here lately. So I'm trying to think of something that's outside the standard. And one of them that I smoked was the Fiat Lux uh, from Luciano. Ooh, nice! And um, I really enjoy that cigar. It's got some great yep. spice and flavor to it. Um, we did that in the show, if I'm not mistaken. I believe we did. I believe we did. Mm-hmm. So, yep, Fiat Lux is my first one. Being three plus years in, I think we're three plus, aren't we? Yeah, we're almost three. Yeah, yeah. we're almost three. It'll be four it, year. Uh, anniversary. It's hard to remember everything we've smoked. Four year anniversary in August. Wow, that's I awesome. I know, right? It's crazy. But yes, it is kind of getting hard to figure out that's why i've been putting in the show title like what we smoked in parentheses and i appreciate Um, that it helps out a lot um but there's a number of older episodes obviously that you know i didn't do that in and so if we had a millennial to go back through we could like keep saying list i literally was just talking to somebody today about how i need a millennial and yep yep exactly so what's your second one Okay, so my second one is going to be a Timeless from Ferio Tego. Oh, okay. Our man, Michael Herklotz there. Man, he makes a mean stick. Yeah. And uh, we got to get him back on the show. Michael, if you're listening, you got to get back on the show. Mm-hmm. I actually think he might listen occasionally for some reason, just from past conversation. You got to really? come on the show with us, buddy. We need to talk to you. Really? You think that? I think he does. It seems like he's I got- know other manufacturers that do. It's true. It's true. Seems yeah. like he's got, you know, cooler stuff to do. He's always doing such fancy stuff. Cooler than us? I mean, Jeff, come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> he does he does seem to have some very fancy shit going on. He he is like what what are they uh in the office? They have cool guy Paul. Yeah. This is cool guy Herklotz, yeah. He's he's very GQ. Very GQ. Yes, very. Very GQ. Um, so my second one, I'm going to go ahead and go with, uh, um, one that I smoked earlier today, which is the, uh, El Baton from JC Newman. Um, I know I've mentioned that before relatively recently, but, uh, why not? It's a good stick. I would say it's a fantastic cigar and I did smoke that recently too. Yep. Good times. Um, okay. I'm going to use one and you've picked on me for using it before. But it's actually from our friends over at uh, J.C. Newman. Quorum. And I only bring it up because it's my it's my go-to road stick. Quorum. Um, the, the Quorum, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Say what you will. For for the price point, you can't beat it. And especially when you're using it, like driving around. Like today, I was driving around doing deliveries. I'm not picking and, on you for it. I'm just, you know. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, it, here's the deal. 
if I smoke, if I'm going to smoke four cigars in a day, which happens, especially when I'm driving, because I like to smoke when I drive, it kind of gives yeah. me something to do and keeps me in the game. Yeah. Um, if I smoke two or three of those and then smoke another cigar, I don't feel so bad about the, the outlay of money. And, and you, you've talked to me. We will occasionally get cigars, you know, to try and sample and, you know, manufacturers will send us stuff. Um, but even if they're free, if they're a high dollar cigar, I still feel guilty smoking it sometimes. I'm Why? weird. I know. Why? I just do. It didn't cost you I'm anything. Thinking, yeah, but, but I still know the value of it. Like in my head, it's, I feel guilty. But if I, if I'm, if I'm going to smoke four cigars and I smoke three, you know, quorums or, or I'll tell you another, another good one to talk about there is, is the Tata scan, mm-hmm. you know, that won our, the one our battle of the budgets. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm smoking some more budget friendly cigars, mm-hmm. then I don't mind firing up like a nice, you know, Ashton or, you know, what, whatever, you know, Yahoo or whatever the case may be. Gotcha. Okay. So, All right. Okay. So that's your second one. Is that your second one? Yeah, and, and like I said, that's you know, I I happen I happen to enjoy them. They're they're a good road stick. So no, that's actually my third. Okay. That was gonna say I had the I had the leaf, I had the timeless, and then, and then uh, that. Okay. the forums. Okay, yep. okay. Um my third one is still gonna be a Perdomo, but it is not the Habato Sun Grown. I had the uh Sun Grown twentieth anniversary in the church. Oh. And yeah. you um, love that cigar. It that's another fantastic cigar, and I smoked yep. that over at Dan's uh, last week, and it just smoked wonderfully. And I don't know what how Dan managed to do it, but like he got his hands on a couple of boxes of the twentieth uh, anniversary uh, in the Churchill, and yeah, I smoked through one of those boxes a stick at a time because it just every single cigar smoked perfectly. And yeah. that I had out of it. And like, I and are you smoking those? Like when you, when, cause you, you do a shift there. You yeah, know, yeah, you, yeah. You do that. Yeah. Um, and those are perfect cigars for that because you've got a longer extended it's a longer period, period of time. Of time. So that's perfect. Precisely. Yeah. And so, you know, I had another one last week and oh my gosh, dude, like, I don't know if Dan got himself another one of these boxes that just smokes perfectly, but this one smoked freaking perfectly. So yeah. I'm going to be one cigar at a time making my way through that box. And, Hoping that maybe nobody that goes to Riverman hears this so that they leave that box alone. But nobody else nobody else picks up exactly, on them. Exactly, because, you know, last thing in the world I want is a rush on them, and I'm, like, getting, like, two out of the box. But, yeah. Okay, guys, so when you call into Dan to do your mail you order, make son sure you of get a, a couple bitch. of those. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And then take pictures of it and put it on the parishioners page on Facebook to let Nick know that you're smoking his sticks. Thanks. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm sure Dan does. Um, no, I'm sure he does. And, yep. you know, he should. But, yeah. Anyway, so that's my three. Well, there you go. There you go. So what are you getting on your cigar? We haven't really talked about the cigar I, as much. I'm getting down this. getting down to the final third. Little hints. I had a Churchill, and look how fast I smoked, and I'm down to the nub. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're further along than I am, and I had a five-and-a-half-inch cigar. Mm-hmm. You had a seven-inch cigar, and you're like way further ahead. Yeah, I should have brought my pipe out. I could have finished it in the pipe, but I'm going to burn myself here in a minute. I will say one thing that I re- get on some cigars when I start getting down, even even to the final third. Yeah, my fingers will start burning. 
This one isn't cold. It's smoking a little cooler. Yeah. And I'm not getting that at all yet. Oh, well, that's good. Yep. Um, you realize it's burning your fingers because you're burning the cigar hot because you're smoking it too fast. I mean, yeah, as I'm apt to do. Just telling you. So I power smoke them for some I, reason. I know. I know. Um, no, I'm getting down to the final third on this uh, Davidoff Escurio and uh, the... Um, the the earthy notes and the leathery notes are still there. However, there's a little. I think I figured out that mustiness. I don't think it's. Okay. I don't think it's mustiness. It's kind of more like black licorice. Mm, I so, like black licorice. I don't. It's, it's the jelly beans. <laughs> I don't, and so I think that's what my brain is translating into. Like, there's there's a certain kind of like, for lack of a better term, funk. And I think that that is what's oh, hitting. The the pepper has ramped up on the butt of the cigar. Something fierce. <laughs> Watered the eyes. Yeah, this this sucker got peppery at the end. <coughs> and Nick just killed himself with his oh. cigar. Yep. Uh, pepper on this guy's present and accounted yeah. for. Um <laughs> You know, and that's the thing. This Davidoff, if you were looking for it, you found it. This Davidoff Escurio came out a number of years, yeah, probably four or five years ago. And it was part of that whole, like, Earth, Water, Fire series they had. It was the Nicaragua. I remember that. The Escurio. And then, oh, fuck, what was the last one? I can't remember the last one. The last one had the red band. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, was um, it Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, it well, yeah, no, it's Earth, Water, Fire. The Scurio is oh, Water. Earth, Wind, and Fire was a great band. The, this, yeah, September. Anyway, um, they, had whole, they had a whole jazz set. It was great. God. Anyway, but no, this one is, was the Water one. Um, and if I recall, I smoked all three of them at the time, and the Nicaragua was by far my favorite, and it continues yeah. to be. Um, that the Nicaragua from that series. Um, is just a fantastic, fantastic cigar. And I know at least one of the Vitolas of that just got the number three cigar of the year with uh, Cigar Aficionado. Or number two. Oh, okay. if you, Or number two if you discount the fact that the number one was a Cuban. Um, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, but uh, but no, I that, that Nicaragua was, was by far my favorite. Um, but uh, I've smoked that on the show before. And so when I was digging through the humidor and I found this, I was like, okay, this is one that I haven't smoked yet, I don't think. Now, so I, I'm going to mention something here. Yeah. And then we need to do the ad from my monthly as we, you know, wrap up here. Mm -hmm. Because we got to give Nick Gervais' due, my mm -hmm. monthly cigars and fucking good coffee. Indeed. But you and Dan, when you did the one must go, you did the the, the, the straight or the punch. Yes. And you were both exactly right. Um you got to get rid of the punch. I, I've never understood the punch and I'm with you. I get the tar buildup on a punch. I don't yeah. like a punch. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, a punch on like a Corona size cigar, that's already kind of smaller ring gauge. It almost yeah. acts like a straight cut in that regard. So like that yeah. one, I don't really mind, man. But like, like Dan said, you've got to do it exactly right. Or you're going to shatter it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's a trick, yeah. but yeah, not my favorite type of way to cut but anyway so yeah you mentioned it let's get into it this would normally be the time that i give some information about my monthly cigars but i've hired that out this week so take it away 
My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. 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 I'm going to pull back the veil for a second. Oh, God. So... We were joking around about it on the show, and I'm just going to call her out. Don't. Don't. I'm going to call her out. Our friend Pinky was watching us record the last time at uh, at uh, Top Shooters. I don't know why you just did that. Yes, she was, but she... You and we know. were sitting there picking her, talking about how we haven't seen her in forever, and she's flipping us the bird. It was a good time. It was a good time, but no, she uh, <laughs> she got there, and it was it was one of those things that we just we met up for a quick cigar. But um, yep. no, she's still super- she didn't come to be on the show. She just come to hang out. Yeah, with us, she's so. still super busy. Although realistically, April sometime here in April we'll get her back on, and we can you know kind of catch up and everything. Oh shit. Did I just lose him? Oh my god, I did. Well, guys, I just lost the Zoom. Well, so we lost the video. Yeah, we lost the video, guys. Um, you know, so uh, my iPad died. By God, the audio continues. My iPad died. Are you on speakerphone? No. Okay. You sound very muffled. Do I? Can you hear me now? I mean, yeah, you still just sound muffled. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Anyway, should I pull pull the headphones and just do the speaker? No, I think that's going to be worse. Um, Let's try it. Hold on. Oh, dear God. It's going to sound worse. Does this sound better? I mean, maybe a little louder, but. Okay. Well, we'll go this way. Okay. Anyway, well, guys, we really didn't have any much more to go. We just had to tell you that we're available on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. That's my page. We're also on Facebook, where we where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group. You guys are going to want to get in on that. It's all kinds of fun. We have uh, Twitter, where we don't really do much of anything. And then YouTube, where you can see the video cut off on this episode. And, and listen to the audio end. Yes. And listen to the audio end. And then um, we are also uh, in need of your calls for Ask the Boys. So make sure you give the hotline a call. Area code 863 874 Zero 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 zero. Hell, that'll be coming up what Tuesday? Uh, no, it's Friday the thirty first, Jeff. Hold on, what is today? Today is. Yeah, and and we're doing. Yeah, this is Friday the thirty first, but aren't we doing? Oh no, we. Oh fuck! We're. Oh my god! Exactly. We sh- We shanked it! Oh no! You and I just did an entire episode that was supposed to be Ask the Boys. Yeah. Well, I guess we're doing that even before. <laughs> well, we wouldn't have been able to do Ask the Boys anyway over Zoom. No. Yeah. So, well, I guess Tuesday, April 4th, is going to be uh, is gonna be Ask the Boys. So, yeah, sorry about that, guys. We we just totally effed that up. Um, <laughs> God. You know what? You didn't think about it until I said it, did you? Not like, really. Well, we're doing the, we're doing no, you know right what? Now. I'm telling you, man, this month has just been a blur, and that right there is a God. It's just this has been a <laughs> this has been a freaking day, dude. I have forgotten so much shit, and like then now the and it's just I mean, oh God. Anyway, if it's not one thing, it's another. It's been a lot of things lately. Yeah, yeah. It's been a lot of things lately. 
Well, guys, it's been a show. It and, has and been the wrong a show. show, but it's been a show. It's been a show. So, anyway, um, final thoughts on your Perdomo Lot 23. Uh, great cigar. I mean, I've never had a bad experience with it. I love those cigars. Mm-hmm. And for the price point, you can't beat them. Well, there you go. You know, um, we're talking about. I think I think I picked that one up for six, between six fifty and seven dollars. You can't beat it. Nah, you can't. And then uh, my Davidoff Oscuro or Oscurio. I'll say this: it's smoked wonderfully. It's been a uh, really pleasant smoke in terms of construction, smoke production, burn line, draw. Just all that has been great. Flavor notes were not my favorite, admittedly. Um, you, but you're like that with Davidoff. You're not always the the, the biggest fan of Davidoff. Well. A lot of times their cigars are just too light for me. In yeah. this case, this one is not a light cigar. This one's got some body to it. It's just that the flavor notes are hitting my palate in a way that has not been my most favorite experience. That's all. Fair it's, enough. It's, it's, you know, and look, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's just like, oh, my God, that's my favorite of the Davidoff line. Good. I'm I'm glad for you. You know, yeah. I'm glad they make it so that you can enjoy it. It's not my, it's not hitting me just right, but, um, you know, the Nicaragua does. And this one just kind of, it, it, like I said, it hasn't been, there's nothing structurally bad about it. It's just not hitting my palate the way that, uh, I would have liked. And, um, and it's interesting because I, like I said, I smoked this before I smoked this back in, uh, Oh, 2018, 2019 when I when when they when they came out or when do I Do you them. do you think that it lost or gained flavors you didn't like because of the age? Um uh, maybe. I don't I don't know. Probably. I didn't know not. if it changed up the flavor palette. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting question. I'd have to get a, a, a like new one to try it and quite frankly that's yeah. that's not going to happen cuz uh you know, I mean, more than likely, this was probably a twenty-five dollar cigar, so I'm not, yeah. I'm not like anxious to do that. So, oh, I get that. Yeah, no, for my money, if I'm going to get a Davidoff, I'm going to get a Late Hour, or I'm going to get a Nicaragua. You know, yeah. those are the two best uh, Davidoff cigars, in my opinion. You know, for me, for yeah, my yeah. palate. You know, for somebody else, I'm sure there's other ones that they like more, but for my palate, those are the two that I like the best. Good deal. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, thank you so much. And, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Sorry about the video. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go to bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Gator's tired. I know. I got more work to do tomorrow. Yeah, I do too. It just never ends. No. No. No wonder those people at the post office go nuts. You know, I'm sure that's a stereotype. They haven't, I, I haven't heard them do that in a while. That's my point. I'm sure it's a it's a very negative stereotype to the fine folks at the post office. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny, as I was bitching about somebody at the post office just earlier today. <laughs> I bet you were. Oh, God, there's this woman at the one post office that I drop off at. Uh, the last one that I drop off at. Oh yeah, and she she trained the one that I totally dislike at my main post office. Yes, and like I have never met a woman who is so utterly just 
dead inside <laughs> and angry at the what world. A lifetime of government service will do. Angry you. at the world that she has to work this job some more, but probably only continuing to work it because she's just milking the pension and the benefits out of her position. But like, that's dude, why I'd be doing it. I mean, the RBF on this woman is one of the strongest ones I've ever seen. Um, you know, I rung the bell and she came to the door. I handed her the papers and I'm smiling. I'm like, thank you. Not a single word uttered to me when I dropped off the papers to her and everything. I mean, what what other business could treat their customers like they do? What other business has a complete and utter monopoly on a service? True. You know, I mean, you could argue UPS and, and FedEx, you know, are competitors, but only in terms of packages. You, yeah, true. You, you don't mail mail through through any either one of those sources. See, I I interacted with two of my post offices today, and it couldn't have been a better experience. Yeah. Well, but I'm, you know, I'm charming. My first post office was very pleasant, although they were getting ready to close for lunch. That's another thing. Small post office closes from noon to one for lunch. Yeah. Um, second post office, I interacted with nobody. I walked in, I dropped off the papers, left them on a scale, and I left. Third post yeah. office, that's when I dealt with RBF. Yep. And it was just not pleasant. But, you know, whatever. It's the way the game works. So Exactly. Well, take it easy, brother. Take it easy, man. I'll talk to you all later. See you guys. Bye.